Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul. And Jeannie. So glad that you're with us in this devotional time, the one we call our 10-minute slice of heaven, where we connect with the Lord and and uh, find out what his heart is for us and find out and no, and share our hearts with him. So, Jeannie, where are we today? Well, we've been spending some time talking about the friendship we have with God. That's a two-way relationship that he shares his heart with us, as well as we've spent a lot of time talking about prayer and our sharing our heart with him. Yes. And um, last time we reminded ourselves about Samuel when he was hearing something but not quite sure what he was hearing. And then he said, speak, Lord, I'm listening. And we challenged ourselves and each other and you all put your name in there and say speak lord i'm listening i don't know if you did that i did <laughs> my quiet time did you do that i want to hear from you lord speak i do that all the time yeah especially when i'm going to teach yeah i'm really digging in and saying lord i need to hear from you right and i want to have my antennas up to listen Yes. So it's it's an intentional thing that we're doing. We're going to listen. Like, you know, when you have a conversation with somebody, you're not doing five things at once, you know, while somebody's sharing their heart, hopefully. But as they're sharing their heart, you're staring them in the eyes. You've put away, you turned off your phone. You're not doing a million things. I mean, I know what that's like because I've been guilty of, I tell myself I'm not getting out of bed until I have my time with the Lord and then I hear my phone go ding, somebody just texts me. Yeah. And then I have that little thought, well, why is it an emergency? I've got to glance at it. Lord, you don't mind being put on hold while I look at what's on my text, you know? And then that could get me off track. And then I'm thinking, yeah. how's that any different than someone who says, I'm going to sit down with you and I really hope that you listen to what I share? You would hope that that person would really get rid of distractions and zoom in on you and really want to listen to what you had to say. And so that's our intention. Mm -hmm. And even though we do get distracted and we do that for other people sometimes, and ouch, uh, if you've been on the receiving end of it or, or have done it to somebody else, we want to hear what God has to say. We're in that friendship. So we expect it and we need to cool our jets and, and really intentionally want to listen. So, um, and that can be a quick prayer, like you said. Lord, help me. <laughs> what do you yeah. have to say with this? It doesn't nope. have to be a long, drawn-out thing. But, but you're asking him, and you're quieting yourself. So, like, okay, what's he got for me? You know. And we talked about last time all the different ways he speaks to us, and uh, usually through prayer and that still small voice. And a majority of the time, we for our own lives, it's through his love letter through the Bible. And uh, we mentioned about reading the Book of John, where we get to hear him speak to people and see what he does and uh, really pay attention to that and we never can have enough of that so it's like reading a love letter over and over and over what does my loved one feel about this or think about that so um that's what we consider the bible you know is god's love letter to us hmm. and um in hebrews four twelve, one of our favorite verses it talks about the word of god in the Bible. And like you said, Jesus said that my words will never pass away. Right. They're live. And um, so Hebrews 4.12, New Living says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. 
It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. So this is true communication. That's a giant statement. Uh, a giant encouragement. Um, challenge, even. Saying that when we have the Word of God in in our laps and we're looking at the word that we're not holding something that's passive or that's you know <laughs> written years and years ago and may or may not be uh you know related to my life right now but that that's the total wrong picture of the word of god it's you're, alive yeah you're actually holding something that is alive and the power that it speaks of is the power to do a work and a change in our hearts and lives. You know, our lives are completely different when we are in the Word of God than when we are away from the Word of God. It's not our doing. It's God's doing. And it's a work that he performs as we stay in the Word uh, and allow it to work. You know, people talk about Maybe you've heard this term, soaking prayer. Somebody has an issue, and so they, they really get a lot of people to pray for them, and they just, like, soak themselves in prayer. Well, <laughs> how about soaking in the Word? Soaking in the Word of God, because it is powerful, alive, and it will do a work in our hearts. And actually, you know, God's power to change us and to make us more into the image of Jesus and deal with our angers, hurts, frustrations. And, you know, it, 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 the way that that verse speaks, it speaks like, you know, this is probably a bad analogy, but almost like an engine, you know, that's fired up and it's going to go to work and it's, you know, oh, oh the engine's running. Here we go. You know, we're, it's going to take us someplace. The place where it takes us is really spoken to in the last half of that verse. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Yeah, but you realize that, you know, this is something that's done... Out of love. Out of love, yeah. And it also tells us that the Word of God is able to, you know, go around our whatever facades that we may blocks. have, <laughs> yeah. whatever possible roadblocks or however we want people to view us or, you know, our pride or, or uh, you know, whatever misgivings we may have even about ourselves. Or fear, fear of being genuine with ourselves or with other people. Yeah. It unmasks us. Yeah. And how wonderful to be unmasked with somebody that loves you so deeply, so thoroughly. And, and wants the best for you. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so go to work, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so as we soak in listening to God with our intention of, of hearing him, then... And again, it goes back to, you know, we spent a lot of time with 
last couple months about God's unconditional love for us. And we went through, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, what love looks like, what love acts like. But if you're not convinced that God loves you uh, and that he unconditionally loves you, that doesn't mean he won't correct you or he won't train you, you know, but you're, you're never going to put him in a place where he rejects you and doesn't want you and wants to get even right. with you, any of those things. So if those lies ever start to come up in your heart, you got to deal with it with the Lord. Just be honest with him and say, and I'm feeling like you're ready to drop the hatchet on me. Mm-hmm. And so if you struggle with that, why would you be vulnerable? You know, I was just talking to somebody today who was recapping to me a hard day that she'd had and I you know and she'd had all these emotions and I said well back up a little bit what was it that happened before that and she went through a whole list of everything that went wrong that day and just all the emotions that she had and I said did you stop and talk to the Lord about it that's the time when things if you don't remember during it at least park your car off to the side and spend a couple minutes by yourself with the Lord and then let him hear it all this is everything I'm feeling and struggling with. And be totally honest, you know, exposing your thoughts and your desires so that he can listen to you and you and you can listen to him and find that place of unconditional love. And he helps you sort through it. What a beautiful place to go to. Father, thank you so much for, for you being you and you're loving us. And I pray, Father, that you'd even this day reveal your love to us in our circumstances and prayers, but mostly, Lord, in our word, where we pick up the love letter you've sent us and we soak in it. And we pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.